You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Danny's in Dodge City, Kansas. Hey, Danny, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. What's up? Well, great. Um, I was calling to find out last year I sold some property that I had had for around four years in Colorado. And by the time the expenses and everything were paid out, and I walked away and put into a trust like $2.5 million. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> well, and at the time, the, the CPA and the lawyer that set up the trust for me, the CPA was talking to me about like annuities and all that. And I just didn't at the time think last year was a great time to invest, invest it. So it's just been in the bank. Mm-hmm. And now I'm starting, you know, I'm 51 years old, starting to wonder, is it time to put that to work for me through some passive income or something? And mm-hmm. what other investments wonder, do you have? What other investments do you have? Um, me and my wife each have Roths. Mm-hmm. With about three hundred thousand in them apiece, mm-hmm. um, I have some farm ground that's worth a half million dollars. It's paid off. Mm-hmm. We have our house we owe thirty thousand dollars on. Um, well, you've done really well. Car. Well, congratulations. Yes. yes, I've done well, and this is money that you know it's kind of just a windfall from that in okay. investment. And well, let's just think about some basics for a second, okay? If two and a half million dollars yeah. owns almost nothing, which is what it's earning right now, uh, right. or if it own if it earned ten percent, that'd be two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So every year it sits there earning nothing. You're missing out on two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So, right. So we need to do something with it to be wise. Right. Okay. Now. And, and I just didn't know last year where the market was headed. Well, I don't care where the market. I don't care where the market's headed on the short term. Uh, okay. All I care about long term, because you're not going to jump in and jump out and jump in and jump out. I'm not going to teach you to day trade or buy Bitcoin right. or some kind of bull crap like that. I'm going to teach you to invest long term. That's what I do. Right. Now, I buy two okay. things, Danny. You can buy whatever you want to buy, but I buy two things, both of which make me more than a 10% rate of return on average. Some years not, some years a lot more, but an average of over 10. One is I buy a series of good growth stock mutual funds spreading my investments in growth, growth and in income, aggressive growth, and international. The second thing I buy is I buy real estate that I pay cash for, that is income-producing yep. real estate. Um, you've had pretty good luck with real estate, so you may want to consider yep. some of each. Uh, but even if you went heavy real estate, I wouldn't be mad at you for that. It's up to you. Which one do you want to do? But you need to put this right. in, you know, go buy you a nice little uh, office warehouse or a strip center or an office building or something that's producing, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year for your, you know, your $2 million investment here. Uh, that kind right. of a thing. And, or maybe you do a million dollar in real estate and you do a million and a half in, in mutual funds. I don't care. But we never do investing for the short term. That's not investing. That's speculating. Right. We do long term. When you bought that farm ground, you didn't buy it for what it'd do the next week or or two years later. You bought it for what it'd be long term. Right. That's an investment mindset. Investing is a mindset. Speculating is a mindset. So, I, you know, get with a good real estate agent, pick you out some income-producing property, or jump on RamseySolutions.com, click on SmartVestor Pro, and um, sit down with one of the people that we trust – in the smart investor world that we're not in that business, but they can help you with some mutual funds and do some of each or 
all in one or all in the other. I don't care. But leaving it just sit there, no. An annuity, no. And don't use your CPA for financial advice. They're not good at it. Is there a clock on that money, Dave, before it, like with capital gains, if he has No, it's to, already, he already paid it. He's already paid it, okay. It's done. Okay. Yeah, it, it, that's done. Sticking in a trust doesn't hide it from capital gains. Okay. So, um, but John, I think the important thing, regardless of if it's uh, $2.5 million or if it's uh, 100000 you know, in your 401k, you need to stop and think about what you're not getting by it sitting there. Yeah, there's some great psychological research on we underestimate what we don't get by sitting on the sidelines. We're so terrified to risk. We're so terrified to put stuff out there. We calculate that and we overinflate that, but we underinflate what we miss by sitting on the sidelines. And I think it's the same part of our brain that I read one thing that said, if you lose $10 a share on stock, you have to make $50 to, to get per the, share to level the feeling to out. To level the feeling out because $10 does more damage to your psychology than a $50 gain does Five to one yeah. to your to your uh, wow. psych- does to your psychology. It, it, it you know, and so it's the same thing on that. But what we're talking about here is financial people call it uh, opportunity cost. Yes, you have the opportunity to do this with it. And I, we used to do this in an old financial peace university lesson a thousand years ago. We don't do it anymore. I rolled a Mercedes out onto the ta- out onto the. Uh, thing we disconnected the battery we were inside this church doing the video shoot right <laughs> but we rolled this mercedes out and we said okay if you put a hundred thousand dollars in this in 10 years you'll have nothing right you know or virtually nothing right if you put a hundred thousand dollars in a mutual fund in 10 years here's what you'll have and it's like a million bucks right and so <laughs> so even even if the market was half of that just by parking it, you're losing out on six figures. Yeah. So uh, you're, you know, if you put it in the wrong thing and it goes down like right. a car sure. or you consume it yeah, or you do nothing or it, does, or it sits making, you know, a quarter of a percent in a savings account, you're missing the upside. So it's the, by putting the money in the Mercedes, you miss the opportunity hmm. to having invested. And it's okay to buy a Mercedes. Of course. I've got one. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing evil about that, but you need to think about when you're doing it. That money is no longer working. Yes. It's now lazy money. <laughs> it's, it's, it's depreciating. Or if it's going down in value, it's welfare money, it's, right? It's so, I mean, money. it's going the wrong way, right? Right. But, but it, it, you know, what you want is you got to think about if that money was working, breaking a sweat, what would it do? And the thing about money is it works 24-7. Uh-huh. It never gets sick. It never quits. It never gets mad at COVID. It never, <laughs> it it never has a thing. hissy fit. It doesn't think it's a snowflake. It just works all the time. It's the best employee you'll ever have. It just works and works and works and works and works and works. But you got to put it to work, but it because it doesn't work. I've never. I'm, I'm thinking about this out loud in real time. I I've never thought of it. I'm guessing that everybody needs to know where they fall on that risk continuum because I identify with that last caller. Mm-hmm. If I got a windfall, my my head, I would say, I don't know what to do. I'll stick it somewhere, and I'd look up in ten years and it'd still be there. But I can also imagine other people would rush to just start wheeling and dealing it, no. and they're going to end up losing some of it. So that's, and that's the other end. Both you got to know where you are. are. So, uh, you know, being paralysis of the analysis yep. is, is not good. Yeah. And being rash and gambling is not good. Right. But you have to take enough risk to not miss out on what life has. Well, it's almost this like... This is why you and I jumped out of an airplane the other day. <laughs> you know, you got <laughs> right. to jump, you got to, you know, you got to take enough risk to live. That's right. And also, it's good to have a former navy seals strapped to your back so you're probably gonna land that's helpful you're probably gonna land right um that yeah that's that's really good and heading into that having a plan 
man, having a plan is everything. I think about all the training guys in the military will do so that when they hit a chaotic situation, they it just goes to rote. I'm going to do this and then this and then this and then this. Yeah, it goes to muscle memory. Right. It's so a- when autopilot. I autopilot. if I live with the little stuff, when I get a $2.5 million windfall or 25000 or whatever that is, I, I already have the game plan for what that's going to yeah. do, what, that, what we're going to do with that money. And we were just hanging with some SEAL guys the other day, and you know they were telling us the same thing. It's not really when you hit chaos or if you hit chaos. It's just when. It will. That's right. And so if you've done the training, mm-hmm. your brain is ready. Right. You go into autopilot when stuff goes sideways. That's right. Um, not exactly the way they said it, but yeah, when things go sideways, right? And so, yeah. But that's you, what you, separates folks, right? Is yeah. I'm trained But it's the same thing's true with money, okay? So, yes, you should not throw money around in something just because somebody said to. You need to understand what you put the money in. And that may take a hot minute, right. but it doesn't take five years. Right. And it doesn't take, you know, like we, you know, I took a call in the early days of the show. This guy had like, he had like 20,000 bucks in rolls and buried in his backyard in a coffee can. And he's like, so what do you think of that? And I said, I think you're losing $2,000 a year. How long has it been back there? 10 years. I said, you've lost more than the money in the can. And you ought to go check the money in the can because paper money doesn't do real well in moisture. That's it might right. be gone by now. So, you know, you, you, you do have risk, buddy. It's called rust. <laughs> and worms. Yeah. And and neighbors with a, you know, a, a metal detector. <laughs> so, We've got worms. I know it's back here somewhere. I saw him burying it. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.